Okay. <laughs> welcome to the welcome to the show, guys. Uh, I uh, <laughs> we had something unexpected happen with Zoom, <laughs> and I'm totally thrown off by that. Okay, we're back on. So thanks for uh, joining us today. Uh, just want to remind everybody we have uh, a new sponsor, uh, Agoras Nexus. So if you guys are uh, looking to check stuff out and get in touch with like-minded people, anarchists, agorists, uh, like uh, Truth Audiobook, Pirate Chain, uh, Cryptocurrency, Alberta Botanicals, Anarcho Coffee, which is a very popular brand, and of course, very uh, popular agorists such as Sal Mayweather and, of course, uh, Jeremiah Harding. And you can find us on there as well. So if, uh, if you're interested, please go check them out. A wonderful sponsor. It's a great network. It's great to uh, interact with people that are like-minded. There's a lot of great information out there, man. Like a really, really, like it's, it's not even, uh, it's not even difficult to, to talk about the website. It's just the plethora of things that are really geared towards our mindset. And if you share our mindset, great place to go. Uh, David uh, Chipman is an enemy of the people. And um, he's a liar. He was at Waco. And um, I'm going to give you an example of why this, for those of you who have been living under a rock or not on Twitter or not from today, as a matter of fact, there was a Senate Judiciary hearing on this uh, piece of human garbage being promoted or at least going for a full vote. It's putting it lightly. It's putting it lightly. He's a child killer. He likes to kill children. He likes to set their bodies on fire or burn them alive. Yeah. Um, he heard they were being abused, so they decided to light them on fire. This is really good, too, guys. Uh, if you haven't seen... The Waco um, made for, I guess it's a, a documentary uh, series. Um, the radio edit. You know, they have like uh, actors playing David Koresh and all that other stuff. This was a big moment for those of us that saw it happen live on TV and remember the propaganda that was pushed towards us. Uh, for a lot of people that are older than myself and Christopher, uh, even Angel also, this was a big, uh, this was a, a real, uh, I guess, life-changing moment for a lot of people that brought them into the movement. It's also one of the things that Alex Jones cut his teeth on. And we'll be getting to Alex Jones here in a little bit um, later on this episode. But, uh, for example, this piece of garbage, this scumbag, this this person who should literally be thrown into a water with sharks and Minecraft uh, was uh, criticized because he claimed during the Waco assault that was a siege, you know, the murder that took place. Mm -hmm. He said that the Branch Davidians. Uh, shot down a Texas Air National Guard helicopter. Okay, that never happened. Yeah, that um, was a lie. <laughs> yeah, so that was a fucking lie. Uh, what else happened? Uh, the Davidians didn't shoot first. And how we know that is, first of all, the people that survived told us what happened. Secondly, there's a set of big doors that mysteriously disappeared after the, uh, the burning down of the building and the murder of children where it would have shown which bullets were going in, okay? Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, it was the ATF, which is a terrorist organization, and all of them should be prosecuted and subsequently dispatched of in a judicious manner according to the will of the actual people and not the fucking government. So in anyway, Minecraft. in Minecraft, of course, um, I advocate for people. slide it in there. Um, I love Joe Biden. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> So he, this this man. I don't know about all that. That's taken it a step too far. I, this is just for the record, uh, for the record. No, in all seriousness, I, I I don't like them. I think Joe Biden is a corpse. Uh, I think that he is a tool for uh, the uh, the big businesses like uh, the military industrial complex. And of course, this motherfucker, uh, David uh, Fuck You Chipman, 
he uh, after he got done with his little law enforcement thing of killing people and shooting dogs and burning children alive and all those wonderful things that the ATF is known for. It's their reputation. Yeah. It's not even, oh, these guys are talking about the police again. No, 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 no. It really happened. So fuck you. If you don't believe it, go read a book. Don't bother me. I don't <laughs> want to listen to it because I'm not going to entertain any bullshit with this organization. The FBI is awful. Don't get me wrong. They're ju- they're really bad, but the ATF has been around for a lot less time and has done a lot more fucking terrible shit, specifically dealing with things that we like that we used to own called firearms. Okay. I like tobacco. I'm not much of an alcohol guy, but I think that you should be able to do whatever. Like our Vermin Supreme said it best. ATF should be a corner shop in the United States of America. Stop in, get your alcohol, tobacco, and firearms in one <laughs> shop. That's what Berman save says. You time. I, I, I support right? But then again, you're talking to a group of people who feel that you should be, go, be able to go to Walmart and purchase an M60 with belts and all the ammo that you could possibly fucking fit in your Toyota Corolla, mm-hmm. okay, without a background check. I, and I, firm, I stand by that statement. You can go fuck yourself if you don't agree. Fuck yourself. Anyway, so this man has been... Um, put up there he's now here's the thing this is where it's going to get interesting there's this this bullshit with the uh, 50 50 split of the senate so miss piggy's the uh the president pro tempore of the senate she's going to cast the vote to break the tie okay mike pence did it when comrade trump was in charge so she's going to do that this time so we have 50 50 well it's not guaranteed that all these so-called conservatives who love law-abiding gun owners which is a bullshit statement for most of them Anyway, but let's say they split 50-50, but there's one. I would do it. It might go 51-49 because Joe Manchin, I think that's his name. He's from West Virginia. And what do we know about West Virginia? West Virginia doesn't like the government, and West Virginia doesn't like being told what kind of guns they they can have. West Virginia does whatever the fuck West Virginia wants. That's why we like them. I like them. They also like running moonshine. They also, yeah, run and shine from the law. And doing right. whatever the fuck they want and not being uh-huh. bothered. I love Appalachian people. They're wonderful. They got that old mountain knowledge. I love it. I think it's fantastic. So, Angel, it, we, I got some video queued up here. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, go and uh, check out. I think this is uh, Senator Tom Cotton uh, talking to this fucking uh, murderer and uh, uh, child uh, killer. Uh, please, if we could watch and see what the, this motherfucker has to say. I'm not mad enough yet, so let's go. <laughs> You have called for an assault weapons ban. Mm. Simple question for you. What is an assault weapon? Great question. Senator, um, an assault weapon would be, in, in the context of the guy. question you asked, what Congress... I hate his fucking face. So you're asking us to ban assault weapons. We have to write legislation. Can you tell me what is an assault weapon? How would you define it if you were the chair, the head of the ATF? How have you defined it over the last several years uh, is your role as a gun control advocate? Um. Senator, um, if I'm confirmed as ATF director, um, you know, my recollection is the only um, um, process by, by which ATF is weighed in is that I know there's a demand letter three program, which requires multiple reports, uh, multiple sale reports on the southwestern border. And ATF in that program has defined an assault rifle as any semi-automatic rifle capable of accepting a detachable magazine um, above the caliber of 22, which hmm. included three, which is, hmm. you know, largely the so, AR-15 round. So oh. You believe that every weapon that takes a detachable magazine <laughs> that can take a 22 round or, or 5.56 in military parlance should be defined as an assault weapon? 
Um, let me clarify. Uh, what Please. I believe I just said is any semi-automatic rifle. Oh. Um, we heard okay, any semi-automatic. But then they define rifle like they fucking bullshit that shit too. Yes, they do. A detachable magazine that takes a five-five-six or twenty-two round should be defined as an assault weapon. Senator, um, you asked me um, if ATF um, had uh, used this term. And I was sharing with you my knowledge of a program in which ATF has defined this term. Um, and it is in the demand letter three program. And that rifle is a semi-automatic rifle capable of accepting a detachable magazine with a round greater than a 22 caliber. And in those cases, firearms dealers on the Southwest border are required to make a multiple sale report to ATF. Why? So why is the Southwest border dictating what we have to do everywhere now? That's a great question. So I, I didn't look into that because, first of all, if we're going to play the Constitution game, that's unconstitutional. That th this, th this man's existence in government is – the government is absurd to begin with. This is beyond absurd. Anything above a 22 – but what if you have the Ruger 1022 that has the banana mag that, I mean, you know, a lot of people that I used to know that I don't associate with anymore because, you know, I'm not a revolutionary of any stripe whatsoever. Uh, 25 round mags are like the standard because nobody likes to reload a Ruger 1022 magazine for 10 fucking rounds. You know how fast you could shoot 22 rounds? I mean, we're, out, we're having a day in the woods. I mean, you better right. bring a brick. I mean, what are you talking right. about? Like, nobody wants to do that. It takes, I mean, it's gonna, you're going to be there all day. You're going to be loading mags more than you're shooting. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Not my idea of fun. Not my idea of fun either. Okay, I'm sorry, Angel. Please go ahead. We're a little upset today. That but. would basically cover every single modern sporting rifle <laughs> in America today. Yeah. Um, let me put it this way. Hmm. If, if I wanted to buy an assault weapon, hmm. And I walked into Walmart or Cabela's or some other firearm dealers, and I looked up on the wall where they were labeling their weapons. Would there be a label on the wall for assault weapon? Um, I don't believe, um, Senator, and thank you for this question, that the firearms industry has used the term assault rifle in their marketing um, since there was a ban on it. Uh, it was after that that they changed uh, their use of the term assault rifle to the modern sporting rifle. Well, so I've been in Walmarts and I've been in Cabela's and I've seen that you can find sections for, for pistols or handguns or for shotguns or for rifles. Mm. Those are actual kinds of firearms. I think our exchange here illustrates that there really is no such thing. I like the Zoom, whoever like. That is a term part of the that video was manufactured I... <laughs> by liberal lawyers and pollsters in Washington to try to scare the American people into believing that the government should confiscate weapons that are wildly popular for millions of Americans to defend themselves and their families and their homes. What's an assault weapon? Yeah, Senator, uh, <laughs> um, the bill uh, to ban assault what, weapons is, what is your dozens of pages. Of There's no way I could define an assault weapon. You don't have oh! a this agency and you don't have a definition of assault weapon? But I would be enforcing the definition that members yeah, of Congress Yeah, but you're going to be have. issuing rules and regulations. Just give me your definition. Um, I'll give you one definition that ATF. Give me your definition. It's like watching that guy from the State Department struggle not to say murdering children is bad when yes. they were talking about the Israel-Palestine conflict. Yes. I'm done, Mr. Chairman. <laughs> <laughs>
I've had it, Mr. Chairman. I, I like, hate that dude's like, fucking that David Chipman's fucking face. I hate his fucking teeth. Uh, fucking he looks like nose. a South Park caricature. <laughs> the shape of his right, yeah. right, like a horrible caricature of a fucking child burning fucking piece of shit. Yes, that was uh, just the first video that um, that we uh, that we wanted to review today with you, our beloved audience. Uh, Andrew, you got something else you got queued up for us? Here? Yeah. Um. So there's two other videos. Excellent. Um. There's one with Senator Lee who's questioning uh, David Chipman and then also uh, Marsha Blackburn. Which one would you like me to queue up? Uh, let's go with uh, Mr. Lee. Okay. And then we'll go with the, the fine lady from Tennessee. I don't know if she's fine or not, but uh, she doesn't like that guy, so I'm fine with it. It's enough. That's enough. That'll do. That'll do. Pig. That'll, that'll do, Piggly. Here we go. Oh, Piggly. Um, I believe Senator Cornyn briefly to uh, uh, a statement that I, I independently found concerning, a statement that you had posted on Reddit back in 2019. And you said, quote, while at ATF, I conducted studies involving people who failed background checks mm -hmm. to determine how many later committed crimes with a gun. Many did. Mm -hmm. This is a perfect opportunity to arrest people before committing crimes oh. rather than responding after the fact. Close quote. What? So now we're playing minority. Report. Yeah, uh, especially troubling for someone who's been nominated to serve as the ATF director, mm. uh, because even setting aside for a minute the Second Amendment, even before you get to the Second Amendment, this violates our most fundamental rules of due process. Talking <laughs> about a desire to arrest people before committing crimes rather than after the fact. That's not how our we're getting into thought crime territory now. Right, right. Get a winner. That is concerning to me. Now, mm -hmm. this is compounded um, by other comments you've made that, to me, reflect a certain degree of disdain toward gun owners, and in particular, new gun owners. On oh, you mean like African-American? Just over a year ago, Interesting. gave an interview with Cheddar right. News. Cheddar News. We were talking Periodical about great note. in gun sales, especially first-time gun owners who had decided to purchase a gun for the first time during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. In the interview, you openly mocked first-time gun owners. Oh. Uh, saying that they were, quote, more like Tiger King. And then uh, advising what? them in a, uh, quite a, uh, a, a mockery to hide their gun, quote, behind the cans of tuna and beef jerky they have stored in a cabinet and only bring that out if the zombies start to appear, close quote. Hold on, hold, hold, hold on a second. Am I having a stroke? What? Right, yeah, right. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Gun behind the tuna and the beef jerky, and it's for the zombie outbreak. So, first of all, how are they like the Tiger King? Do they have tigers, and are they gay? You, yeah, I still and, haven't watched and, Tiger King. And, and do so. they smoke meth? Right. Do they do meth? Do and they do meth? Do and did somebody polyamorous. commit suicide? in their office because they were too stupid enough to to uh know that once the the gun has been loaded and you take out the magazine and you put it up to your head and you fire it you could possibly die i mean this is this is what happens at the tiger king's you know well did before he went to jail mm -hmm. right so i mean is that what they're referring to and what the fuck is that other garbage like that he said after that like uh, tuna cans and what what is what is happening? What, what's happening here is the you man. All this from Reddit. 
Well, careful what you say on Reddit. Oh uh, no, I know, but like it's Let's, it just look. seems like an interesting so somebody, place for him to place that information. The insinuation now, mind you, I am no um, rocket scientist, as it were. <laughs> we know that, Jay. <laughs> you fucking asshole. That I mean, yeah, no, I'm not. Um, but I'm what highly I highly educated. What I can deduce from that comment is specifically referring to a group of people who we kind of run in their circles are called preppers. He's shitting on preppers who are stocking up on canned goods and, you know, weapons for not so much the zombie apocalypse. Zombies, my 18-year-old kid and I could clear out our town of zombies within 24 hours with 22s that i'm not worried about whatsoever that's an easy day out we don't live in new york city we live in northeast ohio believe me the zombies ain't gonna win that one they might get cleveland they definitely will get akron they're definitely i mean cleveland's you know they got some rough people up there. they're not gonna take shit from anybody but akron is just it's really it's a hole and and i, I love the city but it's it's just very bad uh, it's very it's failed very badly um, under Donald, Donald Pasquelic and uh, Mayor uh, Dan Horrigan. They haven't voted for anybody uh, to uh, the right of Karl Marx since the Civil War. And it shows because, you know, there's a major university that's in that town where the students are going to class. And when they go to the bathrooms in some of these places, the transient homeless and the mentally ill, and I'm not making fun of them, I'm just stating facts, will be showering in the sinks of the bathrooms of the buildings while these kids are going to the bathroom in a university. Um, I, I don't think that that's a good look and that just tells you how the town is run. But I think that the most, the rest of us, especially down where, where Christopher lives, down where we're definitely where Brian lives, both of them, uh, no, there's not gonna be a zombie problem. It's gonna be over in an afternoon. People are gonna be at the buffet celebrating mm-hmm. and fucking you know, shoving their face full of potato salad after all the zombies get cleaned up. I'm Akron is a different story, but um, he's making fun of preppers. He's making fun of people who are preparing for what, even if you're not, I think it's a good idea to have canned goods on hand in case shit happens like last year where they didn't know if the grocery stores are going to be fucking open because the government has, uh, decided who was going to get to be open and who wasn't right and anyway or if an entire pipeline system fails or a power grid or Ooh. like maybe that's a good one. Maybe global trade is halted because the Suez Canal shuts down. All these black swan events that just That's keep right. happening with increasing frequency Correct. for some reason. No, no, they're just theoretical events. <laughs> they, nothing, nothing's happening, nothing to see here. Um, uh, we're going to let you guys go play uh, with each other now that the coronavirus is not, is not afraid of anybody anymore. Roll the tape, Angel, please. Let's go. <laughs> Watched the clip, and I read the clip several times, yeah. hoping that I was missing context. You're not. Hoping that there was something else there that would make this less troubling. Mm-hmm. It concerns me that, that, that you, as, as the nominee to be the director of the ATF, would have such a, a, a flippant and, if I may say so, utterly condescending attitude toward first-time gun owners in, the, in this country. I, I say this as a former federal prosecutor, one who worked with ATF agents and agents from many other... That's why you're not one of the good guys, Mr. Lee. This is a, a troubling, flippant attitude. But if even he is saying this stuff, though, it's got to mean something. It's true. Now, if he's being legitimate, like true. Survey of federal firearms licensing conducted by the National Shooting Sports Foundation shows that retailers supported the highest average percent increase in sales to Black Americans during the first half oh. of 2020, with large increases oh. also to women. Excellent. And 
to Hispanic Americans Wonderful. and Asian Americans as well. So Excellent. Why would you choose to insult so many of your fellow Americans with a statement like this? Great question. Based on the fact that they've purchased a gun. Yeah, let's have it. Fuck face. Senator, uh, thank you for allowing me to knock his fucking teeth out of his mouth in Minecraft. Uh, uh, Senator, uh, <laughs> hold on, let me pull the dick out my mouth. <laughs> start with the first. Um, when I was talking about um, the um, prosecution of people who had lied and tried to buy a gun, um, clearly those people who lie and try have committed a serious federal felony. And what I suggest Nobody cares. is if right, and how often does that happen? determine which of those people sure. were most likely to later commit some violent crime. That's some pre-crime thought right there. ATF standard, mm -hmm. That of prosecutors to prosecute those people who committed a serious federal felony before, um, you know, striking again and killing someone. Mm. With respect to the other quote, I'll just say briefly. So are you saying that you, what you in fact meant was before committing other crimes? And after committing predicate crimes, is, is, is that what you're telling me that you meant? When you, when you said Who's raping the microphone with your nose? To arrest people before committing crimes rather than responding <coughs> to the fact. Is that what you meant? Senator, um, thank you for the question. And thank you for the opportunity to clarify. Fuck you. What I said was that I think that. Thank you for the opportunity. Look at his mouth, guys. I, I know it's like downturned, like. People for lying on a federal firearm storm. Good for them. Five year felony. Right, because that's a crime. That is a crime. I don't have a problem with it. And it's care. the one I was speaking right. about in the quote that you were saying, sir. Okay. okay. But you said before committing crime. Before pre crime. <laughs> yeah. That's what pre crime is. Yeah, pre crime. Senator, Senator Fuckhead. People would lie and try and then go through other means, acquire a gun, and hurt someone. Okay, so mm. that, that statement was sort of an, in, an invisible bracket? At the time, I did my best to communicate, and clearly, as examples here, I fell short. Boy, did you ever, dickhead. Okay, how about the other statement? Yeah. Uh, with regards to the comments that I made on Cheddar, um, that was a lengthy interview. What the I Billings was trying Gazette. to use is self-depreciating humor. The person who had a gun stormed behind his tuna and beef jerky was me. He almost started laughing right there. All of Bullshit. Acting he said it's him. As a response to COVID. And I thought that people should be... Look at the lady in the background. You see that? Mm -hmm. What an ugly bitch. <laughs> She's not doing anything. She's smiling. It doesn't matter. She's in a fucking government here. Yeah. They're all in there. She's on I his <laughs> Thank you, Brian. This is like standing up for her. Like she didn't even do anything. We're not talking about her like... I like, hate everybody in I, that fucking room. That's right. I hate everybody in this shot. Yeah. They are taken out of context. I don't like that bitch behind him either. Look at her. She's just texting. We don't know any of these people. Nope. Lady, are you listening to what's happening here? I don't don't like her one bit. No like any of it. And let's I don't have like it. Let's have the final one so we can move on from. A, oh, I think I'm gonna have a heart attack. I just, I fucking, I hate, I, I fucking, I can't get over enough how much I genuinely hate David Chipman's fucking face. Yeah, like, I'm not even like being funny when I say like I hate his fucking. That's face. an that's an ad hominem though. Like that's not I don't even give a fuck on anything that he's done. I, I, I don't give a fuck. I hate his fucking face. <laughs> I mean, that's I hate. What, I hate his fucking prerogative. Face. Is that the appropriate term? It is. That? Yeah, or... I share his prerogative and I tie his face. It's my prerogative. 
children at Waco. So I also, I was gonna say, I also, I mean, yeah, like that, that, that is children. enough on its own. Like, I don't even need to see you know? the guy's face. To, and and, and to the know fact that, that like, I knew that he murdered children just automatically puts, I'm me not saying that's cool at all. I'm just them. saying hating. That's what you're doing when you're sticking up for him. You're like, oh, ad hominem attacks. Ad hominem attacks against the child. Are we murderer, on Twitter Chris? right now? Or what? What? What are we doing, <laughs> not Chris? Not you're not allowed to use ad hominem attacks against the child murderer. Are you guys ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm you're ready. not allowed to use M uh, M&M attacks. <laughs> Durka, Durka. Yeah. I hate his face. <laughs> is there we go. they want the ATF to be going after criminals. She's already lying. Tennesseans want the ATF to So how would you execute that? That's a clever. That's uh, thank you, Senator. And thank you also for spending the time on the phone with me earlier sure. so we could meet. Um, um, I think the perfect example of how Tennesseans should expect ATF uh, to respond is how we responded to um, your city that was bombed on Christmas. By you. Um, yeah, what the fuck was that? By you. Um, like, did we even figure that out? To determine who committed a crime and bring them to justice if we can. Um, we will always be focused on criminals. Um, that's what we do. Better okay. start handcuffing themselves. And I hope you appreciate why. People are very concerned about your stance on the Second Amendment and are very concerned that you would be going after law-abiding gun owners. So let me ask you this. In the House Judiciary Committee hearing on 2019, you said, and I'm quoting you, simply restating, reinstating the 90s era ban on assault weapons is not enough. So I want you to tell me what is enough in relation to this statement. Okay. Um, thank you for the question. Um, uh, in that hearing, um, I was commenting on the fact that I had the opportunity to enforce the National Firearms Act uh, for 24 years. Uh, that was an act that balanced the right of individuals to possess those firearms. Uh, yeah. had a regulatory I, had, structure I, have a comment. I found kept them out of- I wanna hear your comment, let's have it. You can't balance the rights of an individual that we got a winner. Make any sense? You're absolutely right. Yeah. What the it, fuck it, is he talking it, about? You're absolutely it, right. It's bullshit, feel-good terminology if, that he spews to conservatives that'll eat this up. If they can make you feel like it's up for debate and it's up for discussion, though, like, oh shit. Were we talking about it like last week, where it was like, if you have two people that own a plot of land and one person comes up and says, "Hey, like, give me." half of the land that you own and he's like no and then he takes a quarter it's like slowly but surely it's like you can say no every time but if you don't stop him from taking a little bitter piece like sooner or later he's going to take all your shit but yeah. it's like if they can convince you that there's even a conversation to be had about it you've already lost in a way because they found they're like a vampire they got in that's know? right <laughs> right well, but, and then they, they purposefully use like broad, vague terminology. Well, yeah, that's why they have a bunch of so that like way, that's literally like all law school. And like, I'm sorry for lawyers, but like my thought, honestly, is that it's like intentionally convoluted and complicated to the point that you have to send somebody to school for however many years. It's like an elitism kind of thing, almost because normal people don't have all the time to devote to learning all of that bullshit. That's what creating law does. You're not applying any laws that already exist mm -hmm. to situations that happen. 
you're constantly moving the goalpost and making new fucking shit so people can't stay ahead of it. Yeah, that's a good point. And yeah. just remember what uh, the great Michael Malice said. Uh, you know, my rights are not up for discussion, let alone a vote, because as soon as I sit down to discuss them with you, I've already lost. Yeah, you can't meet them Bad on out. their terms. You can't meet them in their fucking dojo, whatever you want to nope. call it, because it's like the second you go in there, they got you. Like, oh, yeah, right. it's over. Yeah, we'll let you keep this. You will let me do nothing. I will do <laughs> whatever the fuck I want. I was going to say, I'll keep it and you can kiss my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'll spread my cheeks and lift my sack for you. Get in there. <laughs> I, I want to know that you mean it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know that you mean it. Show me you love me. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I ain't got no love for these hoes. Not you, no. All Americans. Um, I thought, and I expressed that belief at that time, that the National Firearms Act would be a proper way to balance the rights and responsibilities. So the National Firearms Act would be enough. I believe that uh, the National Firearms let Act... Me, let me ask you this, because in the same hearing you continued, and this gets to the question that Senator Kennedy had for you, and Good I'm point. quoting you. Instead, we should regulate a broader class of firearms, including assault weapons manufactured before the law's enactment. One option would be to require the registration of all existing assault weapons under Good the luck. National Firearms Act, while banning the future manufacture and sale of these firearms. So in these statements, you're talking about expanding the National Firearms Act, correct? Yes, Here, wait, stop it one second. Okay. So that would not be enforced. So I wonder, I've never really thought about this before, but if they were able to do that, if they were able to stop the manufacturing from a certain point and then register everything that was manufactured before that point, it's like obviously demand for those items is going to go up. So they're going to get to charge a fuck ton more money for each one of those. So it's like that further on top of the legislation itself makes it even harder for any like working class person to own it because they'd have to have so much more money mm -hmm. in order to accrue that. But it's like government funding for that shit would appear overnight if they would even actually have to pay money for it. Like they could just confiscate that shit and be like, Oh, this is ours now. But wow. like, it's, poor, it works on so many levels, whether like, I mean, I would, they like, they definitely know what they're doing. And it's like, I feel like I'm just now kind of getting to the party and like seeing all the layers to the shit. And it's just like, oh, wow, like these guys are actually pretty smart. Mm -hmm. But right. well, and it's kind of scary because it's like, holy shit, how far behind am I? But like, yeah. I don't know. I hope it doesn't come to that. Yeah, right. we'll find out. We'll find oh, yeah. out. No, number one, good good luck stopping all the people with 3D printers. Already. Yeah, that's the that's the other thing. And, is and, like and number two, all, all they're going to do is just create a, a burgeoning black market oh that's, for that, sure that's all that's all this will do it'll just create a burgeoning black market and, Agree. and but, i have no i have no problem dabbling in the black market i prefer right. not at but all like in minecraft in the minecraft, other side yeah. to that is everybody who purchases you know a, a firearm no matter what kind of firearm it is at a at a gun shop store whatever you want to call it, it you kind of already are on a national registry because you're getting the background check right and so they have your name and they already know what you bought right you yeah. know what i mean no, that's, so like it's always been a fair point sure 
I mean, I, I don't know what more these fucking people want. They already have all the information they fucking need. It, well, it's because it's but not. No, it's not enough. Not, enough. not we, We're not doing enough of their job for them yet. <laughs> right. Oh, God. They want to get paid to do nothing. You should see what happens to gun shop owners if they fucking lose a piece of paperwork and they get audited. You should see the hell that this organization puts those people through. Oh, I believe. I mean, it. it's that they're they're they are a a they are a government gang of thugs and criminals and child killers, and uh, they set children on fire. They murder people while holding babies. Uh, they are the enemy of the people. They're the but- mafia. They the they are mob man. They're worse yeah. than the mafia. Well, yeah, like they yeah, like they at don't. At least have... the mafia has a moral code. <laughs> Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay, I'm going to continue. Go ahead, roll the tape. Forcing it as it is written, that would be a change of policy, and then you would ban the future manufacturer. That would be a change of policy. Banning the sale would be a change of policy. And in these statements, and going back to that hearing, you were referring to common semi-automatic firearms when you speak of assault weapons, correct? Senator, in this hearing, I was acting as an advocate and was asked to propose solutions. So what are you acting as now? And you were referring to semi-automatic weapons, correct? Yes, Senator, but as director of AT... Okay, Mr. (laughs) Ma'am. you could stop it there. We are quite concerned about Thank you some very much. of the. Pro- oh that's 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 enough. That that's enough. Thank okay. you. Thank you, Senator Blackburn from uh, Tennessee, as it were. Um, I'm sure he's going to get the job. Um, oh man! It's, uh, yeah, probably. It's going to get interesting for a little. W- bit which is just going to make everything else look worse because they. I mean, they were grilling him, and he looks like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Not not that I'm rooting for any of the government Look officials the in that room, <laughs> right? Well, right. I mean, exactly. the bar, like that's but, the new standard. But, yeah, but that's just like that's ridiculous, especially with some of the mm-hmm. obviously fucking inflammatory things that he said, like his right. blatant disregard for fucking gun owners' rights. Uh, on top of the fact. Might yeah. must I reiterate again that he burned children alive. Right. Uh I mean burn them alive. So don't. if you have kids, you love kids, remember this guy burned them alive uh okay. and took pictures of it afterwards. Yeah, yep. they had all the evidence, and this dude is not in prison. Like he's getting promoted. Okay. Like fucking yeah, congratulations. I don't he's, he padded his resume with that. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, no, I mean like I I understand like I understand but what I mean like when I when I'm going to say this what I don't understand how if you believe in this system as a you know conservative republican whatever you're labeled as maybe even you know democrat whatever mm-hmm. how could you support somebody who is so far removed from what your belief are like how are you supporting paying his salary how are how are you allowing this person to be you know why why aren't you do you do you understand what i'm trying to say like how is this even happening if most of the american people disagree with what he has to say how is this guy even the guy yeah. being considered for the job like they don't have anybody oh, else there's right. no one better like i mean we said the same thing we literally said the same thing about the democrats Biden's their lead man out of everybody. 
we all saw it like okay yeah we know it's all fake we know it's all bullshit but it's like if you're even trying to make it remotely believable that's your guy right like you, your best foot forward was fucking uh, a fucking shambling corpse that's your best funny. foot forward was a dude that can't fucking yeah. walk like sorry that's able or talk but, like, straight holy shit his like, eyes are he has dementia. weird looking dude right. like something happened to his eyes like, no he had like i'm like he i mean he's been in politics for what like 40 years like i'm sure i'm sure he's a smart guy but he had two open vault like they lifted most of the top of his skull off of his fucking head and did brain surgery on aneurysms that he had so it's like i don't know i'm not a brain i'm not a neurologist i'm not a brain surgeon but i can't imagine that has no effect on somebody right and it's like Uh, this man and it's like it does I forgot about that. That's probably what's wrong with his eyes. Well, well, I don't, I don't know, but it's like, they're like, I feel bad almost saying like, oh yeah, best foot forward. The guy can't walk. But it's like, if you want this man to be the image of this country, if you want us to look like we are capable, if that is our goal going forward to look like we are the leaders of the world or whatever the fuck it is that America is supposed to be now. It's like, is that the guy you, is that the lead man? Is that the person you fucking Mm -hmm. want to be the poster child? And it's like, you look at all of the, uh, I don't know if you've seen a bunch of like the military recruiting videos that have been posted and it's like, there's people putting them side by side with like ads from other countries. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's all propaganda anyway. Like it's not good, no. but it's like, you look at these uh, like the ones from Russia and China and it's like, these dudes are fucking killers. They're making fucking machines out of these people. And then us over here, it's like, Oh we're like, oh, this person, they grew up in California and like they were very progressive and like blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I don't think they give a shit about that over there. Like they, they're going to shoot you. They don't care what you look like, what you stand for. Like you're wearing the wrong uniform. It doesn't matter. Like it. Uh, and that was like literally when I was in the military, it was like a big thing. They keep pushing all this progressive shit. And it's like, yeah, we get it. But it's like, we're not here to be guidance counselors. Right. Like you want these people to be the ones that you can defend on when like allegedly shit is on the line. It's like, I don't necessarily care that they're PC. I care that they can fucking work together and stay alive and like right. keep the fucking country safe. If that's what like they're okay. They're over there guarding fucking fields of opium right now. Like, let's be honest, but mm-hmm. like, they're selling the idea that it's for freedom and for the preservation of the ideals of America. So it's like, you should want the baddest motherfuckers you can put out there that aren't obviously like rapists and murderers and shit like that. But, but it's just literally put in place the patriarchy. He's an old white. Oh yeah. That's the, that's all they talk shit about all day long is old white men. And that's who's in the fucking office. Yeah. No, exactly. And that's like all the people that talk shit about the rich. It's like they get rich and then they're like, oh, this suddenly isn't a problem to me anymore. I'm going to go live right. in my fucking mansion and forget about all you people. Like, I'm going to put all my money in a bank account on the Cayman Islands. Yeah, and I'm going to evade fucking taxes. I'm going to do all the shit that I wanted to do all along and was too much of a pussy to tell all these fucking people about. Just be honest. Yeah. Just say what the fuck you want to do. That's, people that's- will honestly respect you for it more. They'll be like, you know what? I don't agree with that guy's take, but at least he has the balls to fucking say it. Like, I think that was one of Trump's best qualities. 
was. But it's like he didn't I, really care that yeah, you didn't like, like him, and he flouted his wealth. He taught very stable genius, all this other horse shit. Like he threw it in your <laughs> face. Was like I don't care what what like I'm I'm rich. I got seven billion dollars allegedly. There's, like, yeah, he didn't give a fuck. But, he, he and the thing is, is the poor white people fucking flocked to him, even though that man wouldn't have a a, a shred of an idea of what the struggle is. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck about them. In Pennsylvania or, or, or West Virginia, but they fucking loved him. He said the right shit to them. You know what I mean? He said the right shit to these people. So yeah, it, no, it only worked all... once, but still. But yeah, that was enough. It was enough. The other problem that I have is like the only one of them that has any kind of credibility in my opinion. I mean, Tulsi, Tulsi was a good choice just because of her stance on anti-war. She served the country and then she went over there and was like, this is bad. We shouldn't be doing this shit. Okay, yeah, that's like, fine. Yeah, that's great. Bernie, on the other hand, I know why a lot of people like him. He shits on the banks. Yeah, I understand it, but he's also rich. Like, give me a socialist <laughs> that genuinely just came off the factory floor. Give me a fucking a real Marxist. Well, what about what about AOC? Floor. She was a bartender, isn't she a socialist? Yeah, but she also got an economics degree from ah, a really shit, good that's university. Right. Okay, yeah, she yeah, you're right. She's right. not part of the hoi polloi. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> no, I said, but she's the closest thing they got right now. She might be. Ilian Omar might be too. But if you've been to college and have a degree, you're already miles ahead. You're already miles ahead. There's people that literally can't take on or can't qualify or they, you know, for whatever reason, they just feel it's not been an option for them. You know what I mean? So there's a, there's a huge class disconnect, a huge class disconnect, but that's the all they need. That's the all they need to pit against each other for fucking defunding and, def and getting rid of the police. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Loosening up all of this shit, literally voted in the guy who wrote the bill in 94 and a cop from California who threw people in jail for being truant. <laughs> And I kept don't, them in there and withheld evidence for their release so that they can get you. cheap labor. Thank you. I don't get these people. Like I said, Republicans are very open about, like, we, we're, we're rich and we don't care. Thank you. We don't care. Like, we don't understand what it's like to be you. We don't care. Yeah. You know what you I mean? You guys keep voting us in, so whatever. Fuck it. Like, if yeah. it isn't broken. It's fine. And that's fine. Like I said, I can appreciate that direct role. I can appreciate that. Listen, I don't know what it's like to be you, and frankly, I don't care. Brilliant. It's the it's it's when they come up to you and they're like, I I remember uh, right before I graduated my undergraduate, I had two people from the Democrat Party uh, come from Youngstown to our university to talk to us. And I got into an argument with one of them. And uh, now, mind you, for those of you who are not familiar with the area, Youngstown voted, I think, went for Trump the first time. And then that was it. But before that, they, they don't vote for anybody but Democrats. OK. If anybody's been through Youngstown, it's a rough place. Wonderful people, wonderful people. It's it's a dump, okay? And they sold out the union workers, all the steel workers. They sold them out. They shipped all that shit overseas. They ran through the NAFTA, all that shit, okay? They were supposed to protect the workers, and the union collaborated, because that's called collaboration, mm -hmm. with these politicians. And then they fucking they got rid of the jobs for the average working people, uh, for the blue-collar people that were from Youngstown. Uh, was it Mahoning County? I believe it was Mahoning County. Okay. Fucking gutted that city. It's a shame. They came to our school to talk to, they came to our class specifically, and I argued with the guy because he was talking about how that they wanted to promote, you know, a $25 an hour starting wage for some of these, quote, steel jobs that they were going to, you know, that they were working to get the, the steel mills open again. Trump couldn't get them open. Nothing opened. Don't give me that bullshit. Nothing happened. The steel we get comes from China. Mm -hmm. That's besides the point. And I argued with him. I said, 
Well, what about monetary policy? I said, you know, your dollar's worth nothing to begin with. You could pay somebody $30 an hour, but if the currency's devalued, it's not going to matter. It's, it, it, it's all, it, it all evens out because you're paying somebody $30 an hour, but bread's going to cost you $10. Mm-hmm. And he's like, my constituents don't have time to worry about monetary policy. And I said, they fucking should. He looked at me and said that to me. Like, One of the most they don't important care. things that nobody but, truly understands, and, and it's a shame. You're absolutely right, but look at what he just said. He's like, they don't have time to worry about monetary policy. I'm going to tell them $25 an hour. So I'm not going to tell them that their money's worth shit, that's that the, it doesn't matter. That's right? the other thing. like Bread and circuses. Here's $25 an hour. But isn't go penguins? Isn't that twenty dollars an hour statement monetary policy? Because he's promising that they're going to have I a minimum so. wage, which is, which is a part of uh, talking about money, and what? that's part of a policy. I, I suppose so. we're talking about money, but when we're talking about like monetary policy, like we're talking about the economics behind our fiat currency. Oh, yeah, okay. so honestly, which like, is when- which is nothing to do with the hourly way. I get where, what angle you're coming Absolutely. from, but that's not that's not what he's referring to okay. when he talks about monetary policy. Right. Like we're talking about the value. Of, of the, the dollar. dollar itself and the economics behind that. Right. So um, $25 that, an hour. That, yeah. Which because is probably one of the most important things that, like I said, people should be aware of monetary policy. Mm-hmm. People should be aware of how our currency's fiat and that there's absolutely fucking nothing back. Well, like every currency is fiat, though. Like every, it's yeah. only as valuable. It's literally the amount of faith that you'll put into something. But what mm-hmm. I don't get, and I'm not far enough into fucking Das Kapital yet to understand a lot of it. That book is, it puts me to fucking sleep. I'll be it's totally a rough honest. One, yeah. Carl, it's hard. Not but the way they describe it, it's like, okay, this much lead is worth this much gold is worth this much in something else. And it's like, if you move any one of these fucking values, it's sliding all of the other ones an equal amount as well. It's all proportional. It's all equal across the board. And that is like, I can't remember if it's the fucking use value of something because something's only value if, valuable if it is useful in some capacity, but its usefulness is separate from its existence as a physical thing. But, and it's all in the eye of the beholder, all that shit. But what I don't get is it's like, if all this stuff is just going to fluctuate every time, like, I understand that things have to change. I get it. That's like the only constant is that things change. But if everything's going to change every time you fuck with it, why fuck with it? If you want it to be stable, like, what is it like? I understand there's more people getting added to the equation every day and like populations increasing. Therefore the amount so ah fuck i guess i kind of just answered my own question so (laughs) it's all right it's yeah so as the population increases it's like increased competition for resources basically so those resources with every added person to the system will become more valuable because it means that there's one more person to potentially disperse that amongst Mm -hmm. but it's like it doesn't have to be dispersed evenly so what is it worth to you to have it and then how hard are you willing to work for that thing and it's like i don't know it fucking makes my mind go all over the place i think that's the whole point of it sometimes really then carl just like to fucking uh make people crazy with his book but that's okay i mean it's uh, like it did help me understand that and i'm not very far into it but i'm like holy shit like how much else is in that fucking book like it's so hard to read a lot there's a lot of it but the thing is here is like christopher said it's so it's so core to 
you know, it's so core. It's such a core thing that people that, that they don't have time to understand. Well, you should educate them. You should. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. doesn't benefit them? It doesn't benefit them talking about it. And maybe the guy had a point because most of these people are fucking living hand to fucking mouth. Right. Okay? Well, and it might not benefit them right now, but don't like. Wouldn't you think it'd be beneficial to know how much your money's worth? Of course. Like you said, like that number that hourly wage number is fucking arbitrary if your money you know isn't right. worth dick right you know? exactly. like, yeah. like who cares like oh, i make 25 dollars an hour but everything you know inflated by fucking 400 percent. that's about where we're at right, that's yeah. what right now right, right. <laughs> they, they reported on on drudge when they were talking about the, the americans feeling the pinch at the store yeah so well, what what next what do we well, do now like well what did sal tell us long ago that in- your own fucking in- bank Inflation is the hidden tax. Mm-hmm. That's the hidden tax. Mm-hmm. So monetary policy is a huge thing. And like, yeah, uh, post-war Germany and uh, the Weimar Republic, I mean, it literally took people a, a wheelbarrow full of Deutschmarks to buy bread. Well, so so if you were paying them a uh, 100,000 Reichmarks an hour to work at some fucking steel factory, is it really going to matter when they've got to spend double that to get food? Probably not. But yeah, that- so that's the I, I that's literally like the problem that I see or like in my brain. It's like, all right, they're getting this money, and the, the time it takes them to literally walk to the store and spend it, it's already not worth fucking anything. So it's like, what is causing that? Like the population increase, if we go back to earlier, I don't think it directly correlates to it- the fluctuations in value of the currency. So yeah, it can't it- be the only it- thing affecting it it's less to do with population and how much of the fiat currencies in circulation. Like that's why inflation's tied directly to the feds printing more money. So why do they keep printing more fucking money? Because they have the power to, and they can do whatever the fuck they want. And there's not a goddamn thing you, I, or anyone else can do about it. That's why they have the power to print the money. So they run the fucking world. They are the iron bank and they can do whatever they goddamn well, please. And they Until have everything comes, yeah, and yeah, they have an army with uh, weapons that we can't obtain, and they'll crush you if you try and do anything to challenge their authority. So once again, we come back to the agorist uh, principle. Yikes! I don't like that. over and over again. Grow your own food. I don't either. Come your own <laughs> yeah, it's low key terrifying. It, it, like it, I've it, known it's it. It's not even it's low like... key. It's absolutely fucking. Because <laughs> it's, it's absolutely like... fucking terrifying. Because it's all. Then at that point, it basically becomes a game, and it's like you are just things for them to play with. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You got to divorce yourself from the like. That's the, the right. again agorist principles. Divorce yourself first of all. Turn off the fucking news. Don't watch that. Oh, I have it. Like, dude, I don't even watch the news. It gets brought to me. Like, I don't have like, like we talk somehow it finds a way. We talk about it in here because it does have somewhat of an uh, information does have value. And sometimes that's the only fucking way to get it is you have to sit, you have to sift through all the shit. Like, well, David Chipman might have an impact on, on, on people in our audience and people in our community, people that we roll with. Maybe not, but I think it's important to talk about because you know, most of the time these nominations get railroaded through without you ever, you know about it after the fact. Yeah. The fact that we're actually. And it's like, what do we not know it? about right now while this is in the spotlight, too? Like, because this man is such a controvert. That's how controversial he is, is that it's making its way to mainstream discussions. Be like, hold on a second here. This fucking guy really sucks. Yeah. But really, now it's really like, sucks. this is also an opportunity. They're like, hey, what's a bunch of, of other shit we could cram through right now and nobody's even going to fucking that's know about it? That's absolutely right. 
Um, like what's going on with Ghislaine Maxwell? What's she doing right now? Where's she at? Is she even she's alive? To, she's supposed to be arraigned or something. She's supposed to be uh, uh, going to see the judge here shortly. Okay. Uh, we'll see if she shows up in a casket or if she's alive. We'll see. As I say, it's been a hot minute since I've heard dick squat about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, anything that you buy from Tim Dillon's fake biz, fake business, he says that all, pro- that all proceeds and profits go to the free Ghislaine Maxwell. No fucking the- way. It's so funny. Oh, my um, God. That's awesome. Speaking of terrible things, I'm going to go ahead and switch gears, folks. Uh, from the Libertarian Institute, a uh, friend of ours, shout out to a gentleman that we had on the show, which was a real honor and pleasure. Um, our uh, Scott Horton was on the Tim Pool show, which was really fucking cool, which was really cool for him to be on there and talk about the war in Afghanistan. Uh, it all these foreign wars it was just awesome to see scott on there because scott is somebody i think rogan should have him on i mean he could really make an impact but anyway so shout out to him but we're the libertarian institute as usual matt agarist does a phenomenal job getting these articles together for people to read i highly recommend checking them out and subscribing to libertarianinstitute.org so this article is from uh excuse me today uh, this year, former officer of the year commits suicide as he admits to participating in child rape ring. Last week, a standoff took place between Liberty County law enforcement and a fellow cop from one county over. Harris County Precinct 1 Deputy Robert Johnson engaged in a standoff with multiple SWAT officers for several hours before taking his own life. After his suicide, we learned that the standoff, uh, his decorated Houston cop had confessed to utterly horrifying crimes against children. He also named names. According to authorities in Liberty County, Johnson became the subject of an investigation earlier this month over allegations he sexually abused the child. KPRC reports, quote, on May 14th, the investigation began when a dispatcher was being evaluated on their work performance, according to um, uh, Constable Alan Rosen. He said during the evaluation, dispatcher made an outcry about the child abuse allegations involving Precinct 1 Deputy Constable Robert Johnson. Rosen said the allegations were reported to Internal Affairs and the investigation began. He said on Monday morning that the department contacted Houston Police Department to invest the case where investigators found out the incidents took place in Alvin. Rosen said HPD and CPS contacted the Alvin Police Department about the allegations. He said Alvin Police tried to make contact with Johnson on Wednesday morning. Rosen said that the same dispatcher who made the outcry said she was with Johnson and he was threatening to kill her and take his life. All right. So that's the end of the quote. When police attempted to find this guy for questioning, they engaged in a traffic stop. The stop turned into a dangerous chase with Johnson reportedly traveling at high speeds into oncoming traffic. Came to a stop on the FM 787 bridge over the Trinity River where a standoff ensued. During the standoff, he reportedly called the supervisor and confessed to the allegations of sex abuse of multiple children. He also named other employees within the Harris, uh, Harris County Sheriff's Office that were involved. Chief Harrison spoke to Johnson for hours before it was important for us to try to prevent a suicide and most importantly to get any and all facts related uh, relative to this case that we could get from him harris county constable alan rosen said we wanted to know everything we wanted to know who the victims are and how long this has been going on two of the people mentioned by johnson during the, his confession have since been arrested dispatcher christina mckay and deputy chanda shalette williams were fired from the police department before being arrested for their involvement in the child sex ring as alleged by johnson jesus uh quote there was a lot of people who spoke highly of him police officer it's pretty uh, apparent that everyone around this guy had no idea he was a pedophile no idea not his wife not his friends not his co-workers nobody and quote rosen said i don't believe that personally moving on <laughs> nobody but, believes or nobody, nobody yeah, yeah. Uh, but as the, as the two arrests show, his co-workers did know and actually participated in it. 
According to KPRC, McKay is charged with aggravated sexual assault of a child and Williams is charged with sexual assault of a child, both being held at the Brazoria County Jail at bonds of 200K. According to documents, Johnson Williams drugged drugged a child before raping them. The allegations were made by the child who came forward with the report on the incident which happened in December 2020. Williams reportedly admitted to the incident and admitted to seeing Johnson rape an unconscious child in a hotel room. Mm. According to the same documents, McKay admitted to providing Johnson with pills so he could use them to render his child victim unconscious. Oh my God. McKay knew about the abuse according to the records as far back as August 2020, but never reported out of fear of Johnson's retaliation. Highlighting the scope and frequency of the abuse, McKay admitted to booking hotel rooms and supplying drugs to at least 20 times in the last 12 months. Holy shit. Uh, BlueBonnetNews.com spoke to a former girlfriend of Johnson on the condition of anonymity who said there may be more victims coming forward. She told Blue Bonnet News that he was an abusive narcissist who preyed on vulnerable women, uh, particularly those with children. With Johnson now dead and no longer a threat, other young victims may come forward, she said. Others apparently had no idea that this man was a pedophile in a uniform, despite being fired. In 2012, for an inappropriate relationship, Johnson went on to Harris County, where he was hired with open arms, received multiple awards, including Officer of the Year. See, it's like the same shit that happened with priests. They just fucking recycle them. Yep, move them around, move them around. Um, I, You know something, guys, I, I to our audience, I have a hard time reading this shit because I, we really don't, I know everybody from across the spectrum, normal people, regardless of whatever our political ideologies are, 99% of us really, 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 really don't like this shit. I mean, don't even like the dude's dead now. He killed himself. Um, Thankfully. Yeah, thankfully. And hopefully we'll get some uh, hopefully the kids will get some help if we can help them at all, because I think that you really destroy their lives when you do these things. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like the cycle is it's really easy to perpetuate once something like that happens and it's right. like i don't know i agree what kind of processes they have in place to help people in those positions it's hard no enough idea. to find out that it even fucking happened you know like like th- this person who says that they were afraid to say anything because they didn't know what he would do first of all you are a piece of shit coward if you don't stand up for children i would rather be attacked by somebody and call them out for their bullshit then have to know that so many kids were raped and abused and hurt and all of that i will i will take you know the beating i, I even if somebody tried tried to kill there's them, no or, way it would be worse than that living with that I was yeah. say, either that right. or I'd be the one initiating the beating and then right. cut off his dick and mail it to his mother. I mean, I get at like the first second you go along with it to get the fuck out of there. Then you go and report that shit. You know what I mean? Like it and it's different if like you live with the person and you can't leave and you don't do anything and you're stuck in the house and you don't say anything because you're afraid, you know, like that's different. But like a coworker who leaves and then supplies drugs like you can't fucking tell tell on the motherfucker like right. yeah like anybody could have fucking said that that shit was happening they wouldn't know it was you but like that's that's police departments across the country agreed anybody you a- that tries yeah. to say like oh it's only a few bad cops well you know what the ones that you think are good are covering up for their buddies that's they do right. the bad shit and that makes them just as bad i agree if not if not worse because you're enabling that kind of behavior that's right so i mean this is and it's not just 
when I say police departments across the country, I'm not talking about like they're all pedophiles, which I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of them were, but I'm talking about just bad behavior in general. Oh yeah. You know, murder, fucking, you know, them distributing the drugs that they're busting people for, extortion schemes, uh, rape, uh, just all kinds of shit. And then and that happens yep. at police departments all across the fucking country, man. And they're all every single one of them are fucking scumbags. Every last one of them. I agree they all with you. force unjust laws. They do. And the thing like Brian made a great point. It is like the Catholic Church moving the priests around, you know, right. just protecting their own people because it is an exclusive, it's an exclusive club. Uh, and you're not in it, but they will protect each other. And then this whole, you know, just a few bad apples. Please remember the 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 end of that phrase. A few bad apples spoils the bunch. Oh, yeah. So yeah, why does nobody ever finish those fucking sayings? You know, like they're like, they, oh, I'm only going to. It's like, let's shift the narrative over here and be like, well, oh, no, like, let's look at the whole fucking thing and see what it says. Like, there's a reason the whole fucking thing is there. Well, I, and I think a lot of people don't recall that actual saying they just recall like uh the the jackson five i think it's jackson five song that one bad apple don't spoil the whole bunch girl which isn't the saying but you know it's right but it's like yeah so how much of that shit's literally propaganda to just be like oh we're gonna totally change the way that people think like do you like i honestly want to know like do you think there's that level of devotion by the system to like literally change some aspect of everything that you interact with to get you to comply with some shit that you normally want to deal with at all because that shit it freaks me out because it's like every book you've ever read every song you've ever listened to every fucking movie you've ever seen like all forms of media in general it might not be it's like the, like you said, the death by a thousand cuts thing. It's like, no, it doesn't have to be. Rome wasn't built in a fucking day. It doesn't have to be all at once. It's like the every like, or like what the water torture where one droplet at a time, it'll drive you fucking insane after a while. It's like all this shit. And then or maybe they just want you to get to the point that it's like, yeah, I can't trust anybody. And now I can no longer function as a member of society. It's like a double edged sword. Or maybe like not even necessarily as a member of society, because like sometimes, you know what? Fuck society. But function as a person in general it's like we wonder why there's like so many problems with mental illness or like schizophrenia and like just shit like like behavioral shit and a lot of it i feel like has to come from stuff like that because like there are brilliant people that get wrecked by this shit and everybody's like oh i wonder what happened to them like they had they were so smart or they were so talented or like they worked so hard but somehow they were still like taken down by whatever the fuck. And it's like, were they just looking too deeply into everything that was around them or was everything that was around them just affecting them? Like in exactly the way that it was supposed to, because it was designed by somebody. That's a great question. And it does call into question everything that you've been a part, because it's all designed to get you, you know, the hoip it's like, that's why when you break through and you like, you know, Christopher was, was, was ahead of me as far as being, you know, at least a revolutionary in the way he thought and the way he approached things. I think Angel's always been that way. Uh, at least that's the way, you know, that's what she's told us, you know, ever see, you know, never trusting what, you know, breaking that programming is so incredibly difficult. You yeah, know, it really is because you are conditioned. And if your parents buy into it, you're going to buy into it because those that's the example that you follow. You know what I mean? And then you're inundated with it with, you know, look, let's let me just take a real quick example. 
go around the world and see how many other schools have forced the school children to stand up and pledge allegiance to the government every morning, even ridiculous countries that have monarchies and shit like that. Like, for example, and that mean, I mean, no disrespect to our listeners no. in the UK. And that's like you said, the monarchy at least has some fucking like motivation to keep the family together, you know, like, cause Hey, we're passing this shit down to the kids. Like if it is a true monarchy, like you want there to be, you don't want to pass ashes down to them. That's right. Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. The kind, the thing is, is we're taught like what did Doug Stanhope said? Like, you know, you were born free and you fucking wave, you wave a flag around celebrating it after they took half of it away from you something to that effect. And that's what Americans do. That's why you can't even take independence day seriously anymore. First of all, half of the country has no fucking idea what we declared independence from. They have no idea. Secondly, they couldn't name their rights. Most Americans feel they have a right to own a cat. Okay. That's been a Pew research poll before they think they have a constitutional right to own a cat, Mm -hmm. which I guess you do, but it's not enumerated. Right. I mean, whatever. I love the scoreboard. They think that, um, for, you know, I, the next time we chat, I'm going to bring a, uh, a questionnaire. We're going to take a live quiz and we're going to go through some of the things, true or false questions, uh, whether you think, yes, the government has this power. Or the, no, the government doesn't <laughs> have power. Do this. You will be surprised just how much power this is. Like the idea that, like, you know, the Constitution, for example. Oh, well, you know, the Fourth Amendment is, you know, the protection against unreasonable search and seizure without probable cause and the need for a warrant signed by a judge declaring exactly what's supposed to be looked at you know what i mean so if they're investigating they're looking specifically for for thing a because of crime because they think that crime a has been committed and they're going to look for it in in your dresser or your computer or they're going to look for it in the uh the desk drawer where your girlfriend keeps the vibrator like they're looking there but guess what how many people a ask for the warrant when they're being invaded because it's an invasion regardless of whatever's going on I want to see more of these no-knock raids happen on people who are trafficking children. Why isn't that happening? Why isn't that well, happening? Yeah, where the fuck was that one house that it was like the the neighbors, the whole fucking town literally had to like encircle it and the cops were pulling people out, escorting them out, and then the house just mysteriously burned down. And like right after, right after, burned down. And it's like, oh, there were a bunch of children in there that nobody knew where they were. And it's like you have children disappearing from migrant facilities. You have children disappearing from fucking everywhere and it's like you guys literally literally last year looked uh, at the back of some woman's t-shirt that threw a fucking molotov cocktail at a police car at yeah. the back found of their fucking etsy. t-shirt found it on etsy found out who the fuck bought it and found them and you can't find any of these children i refuse to fucking believe that there's no way nope nope because they're all covering for it that's absolutely right. It's they're they're all in on it. God like it. It's either that if, or if nobody if nobody's enough. wise to that fact by now, and there's there's no hope for you. The shit that really bothers me is like I, every single day I'm like, okay, self ownership. Like you are the one in charge of yourself. It's like how much of my problems are really my problems. And then we start talking about the fucking government, and it's like, all right, like they're in charge of a lot of terrible shit. So it's like, where does all of their bullshit end? And where does my bullshit begin? Mm-hmm. And it's like, what do I have the power to change and make better about my life before I literally go insane? Yeah. <laughs> that's that that is essentially it. And that's why agorism makes so much sense because right. you, you, the individual, makes that choice. 
just like I'm in the in the process of, of updating our blog, uh, you know, Me talking too. about. I have a ton of shit that I need. Well, to I can't wait. There. I can't wait to read it. But what I'm talking about, like genuinely, it bothers me. The more I think about it, it's the people who really are preparing for war with the state. It's it's such like to, to use Scott's book's title. It is a fool's errand. Like you're Somebody. not going to win that. That, yeah, I get it, but it's like I honestly think some people think there's like no other option, or it's like they don't know what else to do, and this is all that they know. This is like with the tools that they have, this is what they think they are able to do, and it might not make sense, but it's like they'd rather mm-hmm. have something to stand for, I guess. Like this is their hill, and it might not be my that. hill or your hill, but for them, it's their fucking hill. Like I get that, and I feel that. I really, but the thing is, though, what a waste of life. What a waste of your own talents to sacrifice it on that altar. I get it. I don't like them as much as the next guy, but it but there's is things you want to do. There. There's other, yeah, it's other. You, you have uh, to find like, I mean, I hate to get philosophical on the show, but you've got to find <laughs> fucking meaning other than that. Yeah. 100%, no, 100%. Like that's like, uh, there's, I mean, I've heard it said a bunch of times, but it was like, I it's some like some of this shit it's like the words take like 10 fucking years to really hit home Mm. and then when they do you're like oh shit like I like I thought I was listening at the time the best I could you know but like whether it was whether it's like treating somebody medically or like helping somebody that really doesn't want the help but it's like you want to help them because you want to see them do better but it's like they have to want that shit on their own mm-hmm. and if they don't want it they don't want it and you can't make them fucking want it so it's like something no. has to awaken inside of them and that's like a scary thing because you see people lose hope and you see people give up all the time and it's like part of you wants to know what caused that to happen to them but another part of me is so scared that i could ever know what that is because i don't want to give up as a person and it's mm-hmm. like that it's a scary fucking thing but if that's enough to drive you forward and like get whatever fucking help you need outstanding do it definitely go to therapy take fucking meds if you have to talk to fucking people like but the i fuck i forget where i was fucking going with this god damn it um oh no the thing is it's like like certain times it's so easy to see yourself in some of these other people but it's like ultimately you are not responsible for their actions you can only be responsible for yourself Mm -hmm. and if you live and die with every decision that other people make you're not gonna fucking make it no you can't and it's hard oh because like some of these people are really close to you or it's like you really give a shit about them for some reason but it's like if you can't put up a barrier somewhere and have something left to hold on to that is strictly yours then there's no fucking way and that's like a that's that's something i think i've come to realize this week and it's just like all right like it's a real fucking sobering moment it is but it's it's like all right what are we gonna do now yeah it's a moment of clarity it's also incredibly freeing though because it's like i remember uh people are like people are always like if money was no object what would you want to do with your life and it's like well fuck you money's always an object like i've always been worried about money money's controlled my entire fucking life mm-hmm. like why would i ever and they're like can you just fucking imagine in your brain that is literally capable of doing anything can you imagine what it would be like if money were no object object and you could do whatever you wanted and it's like why couldn't i think about that 
why couldn't I entertain the idea? Yeah. And then the other day I sat down and like thought about some of the shit and it's like, yeah, like I could be a fucking doctor. I could learn to do all this cool shit. And literally the only thing stopping yourself from doing that shit is yourself. So you just have to decide what you want to commit to. Yep. And yep. it's like sooner or later, if it is, even if it is only a matter of money, that means it's only a matter of time because time is literally equal to money if you see it that way. But it's like, you can put these things in, like terms that are understandable to you and you can find a way to make that work even if it only works for you sure i i think that that's a great point i also think it's a great point to remember michael malice is you know he's been really you know people been getting mentioned a lot because of the book the anarchist handbook that came out oh shit i think i actually got that today it might be in my mailbox right now he has a great quote that i had to write down when somebody was giving him shit and i think that we all of all of us need to apply it your approval is of no value and your disdain is of no concern. I don't think anybody has ever like, that is such a great quote. We, you, you can't care about what other people have to say. You have to go on doing your own thing. He's also the one who said that if anybody likes to take the joy out of your life, that you are to remove them from your life immediately. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. you have a girlfriend that like, if you're in, like, you know, like if, for example, like Christopher's in a band, let's say he started dating somebody that like, well, I, I don't really like the fact that you're in a band or like derides him for being a bass player. Bitch has got to go. She's got to go. She's got to go. Cause whatever, anybody who takes joy away from you, that's a problem. That's a problem. Um, I had to learn that lesson the hard way. That's all right. And we all learn the hard way though. Sometimes it's the only way you can learn shit. Like it's the only right, one that's right. gonna stick with you. Because I'm a I'm a hard headed motherfucker. That's why the school of hard knocks, man. Rock bottom is a college education, gentlemen and ladies. <laughs> um, does anybody have anything Fucking, else before we wrap up? Speaking of hitting bottom, <laughs> <laughs> anybody? Anybody else have anything? No, um, no but I think you need to mention a certain kind of soap, Jay. I think it's that time that you mentioned that. I'm so but. glad that you mentioned that. Uh, before I get started on that, I'd like to say a shout out to our friend Paul B for B Town. Um, trying to get him on the Paul show. B. I've been saying that for over a year now, but we got to work on that. The Rona is no longer of a concern, Paul. I'm going to have you in studio or we can have her over the phone. Yeah, he can, we can do him over the phone. We, we, we can take care of it over the phone. But um, I, of course, I, I like to mention the other day it was 90 degrees here <laughs> and I was sweating a lot. And um, had I not taken care of business the night before, business. I would have been really raunchy. Not fake business, but real business. Business. And um, I like to, of course, plug uh, Akron Apothecary, also known on this show, officially, unofficially, as Todd the Gay's Very Gay Soap. <laughs> Many That's so badass. The fake business behind the real business. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Hope for that ass. Every time Christopher says that, man, it's like Barry White's talking to you. It's dirty, but it's beautiful at the same Darling, time. I can't get enough of your soap, baby. <laughs> God, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know. Why aren't we in advertising? Like we could be uh, on TV. Shit. Um, I mean, advertising's right. literally just become shit posting now. Like you come up with a good meme and you've got it. You got a like, great point. You got a great point. But as the uh, proctologist told Brian, he's never <laughs> seen a cleaner asshole while he was getting his uh, right. his ass checked and everything worked out. Cleanest ass he's ever seen. This is a professional who's been in the business for a very long time. Real business. He's been he's staring at assholes ass. longer than I've been alive. That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. He's seen so, a lot of buttholes in his day. As summer Brian's was the cleanest. Was the cleanest. As summer approaches, everybody, I'd like to remind you that 
Nobody is going to want to put your appendages in their body and vice versa if you stink. <laughs> and if they do let you do that, then you have to question, you know, if you really should be involved with such dirty people. Yeah. I have I have a solution to that. And so does Todd. It's his gay, it's his gay soap. It's for every kind of asshole and taint. It's for trans people. It's for straight people. It's for non-binary. It's for whatever the fuck you are. This soap is for that ass. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. Soap for that ass. I love it. That's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, Brian can attest to it. Angels used it. I've used it. Tried uh, it true. I got Brian's proctologist can attest to it. I'm sorry, guys. There is no argument. You got to get in on that soap, please, and support. It's cold. It's cold pressed. So please support small businesses, real business, uh, business. Todd's business. So please mm -hmm. support him. Uh, I don't have anything else. Again, once again, we do have a big announcement. There isn't one yet. Um, we're working on it. Uh, the blog is, is, uh, <laughs> the blog is developing. As you can see, I'm writing one. And, and of course, uh, Brian, uh, is kind enough to get in on it. Uh, we're going to work on some other stuff. The lounge should be up episode two <laughs> here pretty soon. So I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, so I guess there were some announcements, but not a big one yet. We're working on that one. So please don't forget to rate in iTunes, subscribe on all of the platforms. I really appreciate it. And um, we will be back to talk to you guys a little bit later. Use guys in that gmail.com, use guys pod, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And uh, happy Dead People Day. That's it. That's all I have. Okay. Yep. All right. And thank you. Yep. All right. All right. Thank bye. You. Bye. Peace.